I don't think Hello. Hi. Um, I'm good. Uh, let me just. Good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 8 31 2015. Hi, Julie. How are you this evening? I am doing great. How are you guys? Good. So you just came back from an event? I did. I was in San Antonio, Texas at Vape Blast. And it was a lot of fun. There were about 5,000 attendees and um, very well-run event, must say. Excellent. Honestly, the regional events are very good for us. Um, mm -hmm. People have more time to kind of wander around and visit and it's not quite the the glitz and the people have time to shop and talk right. yeah. um so it it worked out really well and the event does a lot of things that um really drive traffic i mean i, I think i'm going to be honest i think there are a lot of events that say they do advocacy but there really isn't a serious commitment to it it's more of an advertising thing right. um whereas some of these other events are pretty serious about it and so for example at vape blast they were always up in the the center area driving traffic to casa whether it was having you know raffles if you join casa you get a raffle ticket for a special raffle and things wow. like that it's really nice and i Cracked it. I met, saw a lot of people that I've met before, of course, because we've done Texas a few times. But right. Keith Holt with Texas Afada, I got to give that guy a shout out. He has more energy than any human being I know. And <laughs> he was walking around the event with his cell phone and he had pulled up the CASA join page, you know, oh, our, wow. our short join page where you right. just have to enter some basic information and he's walking around the event going up to people saying hey have you signed up for CASA it'll only take a minute and then he hands his phone over <laughs> wow that's oh, really yeah. that's cool oh yeah so um we we had quite a few new signups and so that was really a lot of fun that's awesome yeah so what's been going on besides vape blast uh, well, you know, um, we've got the usual suspects. California continues to go insane. Um, <laughs> and the, the California Safada folks and not blowing smoke are doing a really good job of, um, spearheading some efforts. We encourage people to keep up with those sites. I mean, they are California. And so they've got the latest breaking information, but our call to action for California is still active. And if you live in California, have a California address, and you haven't yet responded, please do so. I mean, now is the time to speak up because they're in special session, and they're looking to ramrod through some pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Um, we've also got our call to action for HR 2058, mm -hmm. and that's still active. And, and it occurs to me, I, I don't know how many people really understand how important this grandfather date is. I mean, it, it, it's such a, a simple bill right. and it, it moves the grandfather date up to um, a point where basically the products that are on the market now would be covered. And that compares and contrasts to a grandfather date back in 2007. And the wow. reason why this is so important is products that are on the market as mm -hmm. of the grandfather date 
they're still going to have to go through registration processes and they're still going to be regulated by the FDA by regulations that will come out down the road, um, you know, in terms of manufacturing standards and such. Um, right. But they don't have to go through a pre-market application process. And if you come on board after the grandfather date, which is everybody, right. if, oh, if yeah. we're talking 2007, yeah. um, then you have to go through a really rigorous um, process. And, and really to kind of drive this home, the whole idea of the tobacco, Control Act was a recognition like, look, we've got some tobacco products that are on the market, nothing we can do about that. But what we can do is make it virtually impossible for new products to come onto the market. Yep. And unfortunately, that's what we're getting caught up in, legislation that's designed to make it impossible. Yes. So that's why the grandfather date is so important. You know, any any date that that has the effect of freezing technology is bad. Right. You know, we don't think that this is um, the solution, but it's certainly a very good short-term solution to buy us more time to continue to fight, to continue to fight to get more reasonable regulation that's genuinely beneficial for right. consumers because there's nothing about this that works for us. <laughs> I mean, this no. is really, really bad. So oh. it is important that people respond to the call to action, get get your representative to um, support it and, and ideally co-sponsor it. Oh, exactly. I, I don't think anybody or any of the new vapors really understand what it was like to walk around with a sick like in 2007, 2008, 2009. Um, oh, but we they, wouldn't even have those. Exactly. <laughs> no. Well, no, we, actually, the one, the, the companies that would likely be able to get through the PMTA process because we know that somebody's going to have to go through it and get right. through it. I mean, the FDA can't just deny everything, but it, it's going to be the, the large tobacco companies with the closed systems, the Sigalikes, which yep. are perfectly acceptable products um, for what they're intended to do, but they're not really intended to help people make a complete transition. They're really designed to be used when you can't smoke. I yeah. I mean, it really is that simple because the yeah. tobacco companies, I don't know that they particularly care whether you're smoking their cigarettes or vaping their cigalikes. Yeah. You know, doesn't really matter to them. No, so, yes, it's 2058, do do that. I did want to mention real quick, did you have anything else you wanted to say on 2058 yeah. other than get busy and yeah. do it? Yeah. Um, Chicago is talking about taxing e-cigarettes because Chicago – um, wants to become, I, I don't know, like the new New York or something. I don't know. It's pretty <laughs> ridiculous. But but um, they're looking to tax e-cigarettes. They've got some budget shortfalls, and they're going to make people pay for their trash and, and tax e-cigarettes. And they do have some um, town hall meetings that are coming up. And um, actually, hold on, Chicago, let me pull up that information. I apologize. I should have had that. Right out. Um, okay, here it is. We've got a town hall meeting on um, Monday, well, today at Malcolm X College, September 2nd at South Shore Cultural Center, and September 3rd at Wright College, um, and all of them are starting at 6.30 p.m., and they're designed to deal with with the budget issues, but it's possible that they'll be discussing e-cigarette taxes. And for those who um, feel like they can make the time to do it, it, it might be a really good event to show up and 
and speak up on behalf of products that are actually saving lives. And, you know, when these cities pass these onerous taxes, all they do is close down the businesses um, because yeah. it, it people will go outside the city in order to get their products. We're going to see that in D.C. Oh, yeah. um, we will lose the businesses most likely in D.C., which is just a, a travesty. Um, so I wanted to mention that. And then the last thing I wanted to mention is that, you know, of course, the testimonials, which are near and dear to my heart. That's like my favorite project that we do. Yes. And we, we hit the 5,000 mark, which is pretty nice. awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but what's even more exciting is there's been a clamor for an international effort. And Ivan, which is the European Union um, Consumer Coalition, which is made up of various different countries, they have hosted on their site a testimonials um, website. And it mirrors Casas. Um, as many people may know, um, Stefan Didak had actually prepared a plug-in for us. He, he made it for Casa so that we could um, showcase our testimonials. And um, he, he agreed to share it with Yvonne. And, and of course, you know, we were thrilled that he agreed to do that. So they've now got our plug-in and they've got their site up and running. And the goal is we'll have a few more organizations involved and eventually we're going to have an international site where we're going to mirror our testimonials from the various countries onto that international site. Um, so each, each group will still have their own testimonials, but we'll periodically upload those, copy them to at the international site and we very much like having um you know for example a u.s specific site an eu specific site it's very helpful in terms of um, our advocacy efforts at those levels right. but we can combine our numbers and um, maybe do a little bit more with the international site so look for that in the coming months but in the meantime um if you're a european um we've got this well not we even has the site up and we'll go ahead and provide a link it is my story m y s t o r y dot e v u n dot org and boy they've got they've got some work because they've got so many different countries and they're busy collecting translations um for the instructions and and stuff so the the website will evolve. I mean, it's in its very early stages, so be forgiving. But they're trying to make it as accessible as they can for their European members. So that's it. That's what I've got. Excellent. Excellent. Did I do it in less than 15 minutes? Yeah. Might have gone over by a minute or two, but not by much. <laughs> Good. Yay. Yay. Okay. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming and did on. Did you guys and... have any questions real quick? Nope. No. Excellent. Nope. Okay, I'll talk to you later. And hopefully next week, Alex will be back doing his thing. All right. Thank you, Julie. Have Thank a great you. night. Bye. Bye. Okay.